What's good, everybody? Welcome to Landgram Podcast Network, I-7 Football Show. As always, I'm your host, Jordan. I'm here with my co-host, Dante. What's up, man? How you not feeling? Not much, not much. I'm, I'm good. You know, we're going to pretend we haven't been talking for like an hour. Right. <laughs> and, 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 hope that, and hope that some of, some of the conversation uh, carries over. Right. <laughs> We've been talking basketball for an hour, but I'm good. I'm watching, um, I'm watching softball right now. Oh, it's shit. playoffs. And Louisiana, there's a lot of schools in Louisiana. I don't know which one this is. I don't know if this is Monroe, but one of the yeah, it's it's Maybe. the Raising Cajuns. Oh, like, Monroe. It's I was like, probably. They just hit a three-run home run to go up six to three or six to four on LSU, and LSU is ranked in the top ten. Oh, yikes! So, good game. Yeah, Whoa, so it's a good yeah game. okay. Getting a couple home runs, a couple bad plays. This, yeah, so oh, okay. Um. So yeah, oh, that's, hold on. I'm I'm, I'm I'm chilling, and today is the the wife. It's six four. Today's the wife's birthday, so she's mm-hmm. at brunch right now, which is why I'm recording. I don't want to know why you think I'm a I'm I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, but we're going to dinner later, so it'll be it's cool. Yeah, no, this we'll makes sense. This, this this is fine. This is fine. I ain't used yeah. to doing nothing today, right around this time, but streaming anyway. So yeah, so we're all good. Yeah, uh, we're gonna get started with a quick, especially because we got an hour out of it already. Uh, <laughs> quick basketball conversation. I just got a couple things to say, and then we're gonna. Um, the Athletic did an article on the Big Ten's quarterback. If you listen to this show and you listen to Buck Off, me and Chris talked about it a little bit, but not in depth because obviously this is the this is the Big Ten show. So on this show, I have ranked one through sixteen. Because if you remember. We include USC and UCLA for this entire season. One through sixteen, it's the quarterbacks in the Big Ten. Did you but not see that ranking? Oh, it's it's in our show plan. Oh, see, you know what? I'm being that's my fault. Yeah. So I ranked them, but I want to be clear. I didn't rank them on talent, although that's a part of it. I ranked them on situation. So talent, coach, players around them, and like their chances of being successful. Not just who's the most talented quarterback, especially because right. if I did that, there would be like two people on the list because the, the the quarterbacks in the Big Ten suck this year. They've sucked the last couple of years, but they're really bad this year, really awful. Mm-hmm. So, okay, bad, bad, bad. not great. And then we're gonna end with just a Big Ten rumor that I don't even know if it really has legs. I just saw it on Twitter, and it's fun to talk about. <laughs> so, our two part question. Are we getting a Nugget Heat final? And are the Nuggets and Heat going to get to the finals and sweeps? Uh, so you want me to answer that right now? Yes. I'll We're starting that. with the basketball oh, Wait, wait. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know if it was rhetorical or I was ready to go. All right, so I can answer that right now. I definitely see... Hold on. I definitely see a Nuggets Heat final. I, 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 I see it in the words. I uh I definitely see the Nuggets in the finals. Now, I wasn't completely sure yet. I wasn't sure. I had my money on the Nuggets, and I'm a Lakers fan. I think people know that by now. I'm a Lakers fan, but I'm objective as hell. So I, I figured what what we were doing on defense against the Warriors wasn't probably going to work against the Nuggets, or at least wasn't going to keep working because we were leaving shooters open. And, and it's finally backfiring. It's backfiring now. So... I definitely see the Nuggets, especially after Game 3. I thought if the Lakers could get Game 3 and win that game, then I'm like, maybe. There's a good chance that we might 
win the series. But now I think the Nuggets are going to win. Uh, I was betting on Miami winning against Boston regardless. I think Boston – I did, I don't think Boston is the same team from last year. If this – I honestly and truthfully, again, from – again, he broke team rules and things like that, but this is not the same Ime Udoka-led mm. Boston team. Well, not- Ime, one, could get them to lock in and play defense. He could get them to stay motivated. and He had a better um, offensive scheme. He had an offensive scheme. Oh, like, that's, true. that's true. That's true. Let's just start there. He had an offensive <laughs> there was, scheme. <laughs> there yeah. was one to, on the record. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's no longer there now. It's just, and again, it could work sometimes. Like, you with having two or three players, two players that can just go off playing one on one can work. It, it can work. Especially since if you play defense. But, man, I, again, going against a team that's really, really good on defense, you can be bad on offense, but if you get turnovers against a team that, especially two players that love to turn the ball over, that was the problem why they lost the finals last year, I, you could get easy Jason, buckets. Jason, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a bigger fan of Brown than I am Tatum, even though Tatum is the better offensive, just like pure scorer. Yeah. They don't have no handle. And it's like y'all don't got y'all got no y'all got no dribble coach y'all don't got like it's weird it's I, weird how they can't we hold to on to them, the ball. Hey, we need to treat them like high school. I swear, high school coaches are the best coach in the country, and it's probably <laughs> younger because like I feel like nobody else be holding their players accountable, and it, it has to have something to do with how much money they make. Because if, if they were in high school, they wouldn't be able to walk nowhere without a basketball. And the Man. coach would just be coming up to him, just trying to steal. Like they used to do, we used to do that in football all the time. Yeah. If you, if you fumble too much, you had wasn't... to carry the ball to class. All day and long. people on the team would all try to long. take the ball from you. And it wasn't even people just on the team, man. It it got to a yeah, point where start like to find out, like and just start doing it themselves. And like so now you're really protecting that thing all day. I I don't know. They just can't. They can't hold on to the ball, and it's weird. So I, I was they already, dribble so far from their body. Yeah, it's and my thing was, I thought it was going to be heat and six, maybe heat and seven. Heat I and had seven. six. But the crazy thing is, yeah, I had six because I was like, heat will probably get one on the road and call it a day. I didn't see two. Yeah, I didn't see. Two. I didn't see both of them games. And I don't think Boston has the I don't I don't think the coach and I don't think Boston has the I don't know if the word is wherewithal or whatever it is the resolve to come they, into Miami have, and win game three. They don't. They might win game four, but I don't know about game three. I don't think they do. The, my Boston has never been a tough team. Jalen Brown is the toughest player on the team, and he's not the toughest player in the NBA. So it's like. He's the engine and things like that. They've never been a tough team. They've always failed. That's why they've been the one of the best teams in the East, and they for for sure had the best young talent. And it took forever for them even to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. And then when no, they it didn't. There, they kept losing. No, they didn't. It didn't take them forever to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Jason Tatum went there as a rookie. Which year was that? That's the that's twenty. That's twenty eighteen. That's twenty eighteen. That's when Kyrie was there. Devin Brown was in his second. Yeah, they've been playing close or in the conference finals since they've been there. <laughs> like, I'm I'm pulling it up. I know Jason Taylor was a rookie. That getting that dunk on LeBron and then chest bumping him. Yeah, he was like a rookie or in his sophomore year. 
So when is his rookie year? 17, 18? I think so. So then, yeah. So, okay, okay. If that's the case, I'm not wrong. So Boston went 16, 17, 17, 18. To the conference finals? But once, yeah. God damn. God damn. Okay. Because 16, 17, they lost 4-1. And then 17, 18 is when it went to three. And then oh, the Broncos, yeah. they had Jalen Brown, and they've only been once in four seasons. They didn't go in 18. They went in 19. They didn't go in 20. They didn't go in 21. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about those four years where they had both of them, and I, and that's when they made the trade, which was dumb. They made the trade for um, – uh, Gordon Hayward, who was always injured, they had uh, Isaiah. Like they were supposed to be the team in the East, and they they kept losing. That's what I'm talking about. It's like when they were the leader of the team, they went, yeah, they went one in because they were just there last year and they're here this year. Oh no no no, they went two in four years. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this. I was about to say, no, nah, they this hasn't, this hasn't mixed up. It hasn't mixed up. So yeah, they went in. Because they were they in the finals in. last year and they're here right now. Yeah. See the the only the the one thing the one con, the uh one playoff uh seed not seed or uh series that I thought was a toss up was the Nuggets Lakers because I truly did think I don't think a team was gonna win on the road. I didn't think a team was gonna win on the road at all. But then I saw how close the teams were and no. You, you know what the biggest thing I saw, and from both teams, but the one thing, the one thing that saves Denver is their age. Everyone looks exhausted, but no one looks more exhausted than the Lakers. No, AD looks tired. LeBron looks old and tired. Yeah, gas. And a part of that, especially because it's worse in the Denver series, a part of that in games one and two was the was the uh, not humidity the Elevation. Um, but he looked tired. Like, he looked tired he last night. I know. I know. I'm saying those two were the worst. Like, mm-hmm. some of it is age. Some of it is the Also, of the and, and you know. Games that, one and two were bad. And yeah, that's it was bad. And you know, you know, game six. No, game five. LeBron looked a little tired. He, he had a against good game against the Warriors. He looked a little yeah. tired. And I was like, it's coming. I see it coming. And oh, that's, listen, Father Time is backing mm-hmm. up into the corner. Yeah, and and that and, and, and the problem was was it was AD looked tired too. AD yeah. that and I think AD has been tired the entire playoffs because that's why he keeps going back and forth with games. Besides this, yeah. this uh, yeah, no, even in this series, I think I think that's what's happening here. I think AD is exhausted. He's not in shape, and it's partially because they had to go. Well, they both missed time, and then they had to go on a crazy ass tear to even get here. Mm-hmm. So they haven't. They like. You know, like, old LeBron, when he had, like, old LeBron could take a game off. Like, everyone was like, LeBron's going to lose game two on purpose or game three on purpose like that. Like, he could kind of take a game off here or there. But what what they had to do to get to the play-in, to then win the play-in, and then immediately against the Grizzlies and then against the Warriors, they haven't had a break. And, and then it, you go against a team who is better than you yeah. and younger than you, yeah. and it's like, you, you hit the wall. And, the, and and again, it's like you you're having contributions, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah, matter again. That people didn't expect. Yeah, yeah, again with AD dropping forty. That's what I thought. Like even when the when the Nuggets won Game One, I wasn't paying attention to what AD because I didn't see. The, I didn't watch Game One. I missed Game One. I saw like the Same. end. But when I found out that AD scored forty, I was like, I was like, damn. 
still. Those usually those the games we win and we still lost. And I was like, we're just getting our ass kicked like most of the fucking game. If we're being yeah. honest. But but Jokic dropped thirty six. Jokic yeah, dropped, had, but he didn't score. In, yeah, but he didn't score in the fourth. So that's why I was like, wow, it's crazy. And Jamal Murray didn't have like an explosion game. Jamal Murray only had didn't had a terrible game in game two. He's had, th- he's had thirty. He's had thirty all through games. Yeah, but he had that's the it's crazy. Just been a different way. It's yeah, just, he game has two. He was ass. Into he the was fourth. into the fourth. He was terrible into the fourth. And you lose that game, and still was almost getting blown out that game. Yeah. And then this game, you go up to you get to start the game, you go down almost twenty, and then you come up. It, you start the game with the, the you come up you you finally take the lead and then next thing you know it's a thirteen to zero run and and that's the, that's the other thing that's the other thing though about them being tired they've done that every series they've come back on everyone and you it's had like, to come back eventually yeah. like eventually that's not gonna work you gotta play in the first quarter they came back and again it shouldn't have worked against the Warriors against the Warriors like it shouldn't against stop letting, you've got to stop getting down thirteen in the first quarter it should, and yeah, get your way back it, and it shouldn't have happened against the Warriors it's just the Warriors couldn't hit the side of a back a barnyard just the side of yeah. a barnyard it was terrible so it, it, especially now losing game three I don't think it's gonna be a sweep that was the second part of your question I do remember I don't think it's gonna be a sweep. On either side, but if the Lakers get swept, I'm not gonna be surprised. I'm not, but I think I think I think, I think Boston I think will get win Game sweet. Four. Yeah, I think I think the Heat are sweet. Really? I'm okay. Gonna, I think I, Boston I, will get get Game Four, and that's gonna be a gentleman sweep. I do think both yeah. are gonna be gentleman sweeps. Now, fair. now, now, later on the night, if Miami wins that game, it's it's a wrap. I think it's a wrap. It's definitely a wrap for Boston. It's definitely a wrap for Boston. So, yeah. Okay. So, I don't want to get stuck on basketball for too long. Yeah. So, my, here's my next point. And you started talking about that where it's like it's getting time, father time, he's looking old, different things like that. Well, We've had even, this conversation before. I read the I question. It has nothing to do time. with getting old. Huh? Well, I mean, it's part of getting old. But I, my reasoning for why I think you should, and we, you're going to get the question, it has, it's not really about his age. It's really about other things. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... I I I don't have a question. It was a statement, but I oh. want to know what your reasons are. Okay. I think I think Brian, it, it's time for you to retire, and it's it's for a couple of things for me. But the number one reason, and this is as a fan, it's selfish. I'm just tired of watching everything be a referendum on his career. Okay. And he's he's 38. He's in year 20. Like. And he averaged like 28 or something over the season. He's still playing well, but it's not contributing to wins. He's yeah, it's not, it's not truly impressive. He, he, yeah. he missed a dunk he's been doing since he was like 12. And we have literally never seen him lose the ball on that before. He's and, having like the mental and, last. Bro, and he's, it's, it's, it, it's not even just even on the dunk. He's just losing the ball like that. Yeah. And, and he's losing the ball more. He's having mental laughs. He's. He he's he has become a better three point shooter. Yes, there was a period of time where you can even argue he was maybe a good, not great, but a good three point shooter. Right. Now he's bad. Now he's bad, okay. and he's relying a lot on that. And I don't think, despite the fact that this is going to sound dumb, because he's still averaging twenty eight and things like that, because LeBron can score twenty eight in his sleep, his game doesn't. It, it's not a game that really ages well. No, and while he can still do it. 
and this is the part that's really selfish for me. I'm just tired. I'm tired of the the twelfth game of the year. Someone having a goat conversation, and and it's only going to get worse. What happens if LeBron comes out next year and only averages twenty two? And twenty two in year twenty one would be fine. But what if he only averages twenty two? It should it's, be. What it's going to be a and, miserable and he should, year, and he should be able to do that. That's the whole point. That was the whole point of getting Anthony Davis is so he could average twenty two, twenty, twenty one. Maybe even then. And he hasn't been able to do that. Yeah. And it's just like, and then if he gets injured again, which again happens with age, it's just a conversation that I'm tired of having. And also, lastly, I don't know that we'll ever see it because I think even that 50 LeBron could be, could score. He's not going to be a useful basketball player. He's barely useful now, unfortunately, except in certain moments. But like I think LeBron he's only useful on LeBron. offense. It's it, yeah, yeah, he gets the the he has spurts on defense. But every old old athlete can have spurts yeah. in certain points. Which is why like he could. Yeah. Which is why I think I don't know if we'll ever see him average under like twenty or whatever. But like if he if he does if he gets to that point, I just I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear the conversations. I saw it with Kobe, and I said that Kobe should have retired early, and then he kept all the injuries. Like, Jordan should have – we never should have gotten the Wizard era Jordan. Like, no. we shouldn't have gotten – like, okay, fine. You get the one ring that the script writers created for you in Tampa Bay, but we shouldn't have seen the last two years of um, Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. We shouldn't have seen Phillip Rivers on the Colts. Like, just retire. Just yeah. re- bro, retire. 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 Like just, we shouldn't have seen Dwayne Wade on the on the Bulls. We shouldn't have seen him on the Cavs. And he was on the Cavs. He was on the Bulls after the Cavs. Like, yeah. We should we should have seen Shaq on the Cavs. We shouldn't have seen Shaq on the Cavs or the Celtics. Maybe not even Phoenix. I forgot he was on the Celtics. <laughs> oh, I forgot that, that. He shouldn't have been on Phoenix. Yeah, so it's just like I just think like it's it's too it's it's been it's been enough. It's been enough. Retire like not this year. I I, I want him to get his tour. I want him to announce it. Like hey, next year's my last year. Give me the flowers. Do all the things you're gonna do. Like I want that, but I, I just just end it, bro. Just end it. Especially because fair or unfair, when you get to this point, people who are not rational are gonna forget that you should never get to this point. Like he, they should. Lakers shouldn't have been there. Me and you talked about this before. They got here, however happened, whatever. And as soon as they got here, they forgot that Nikola Jokic was good. They forgot all the other things. Forgot. They forgot that they've been dogging the Lakers for 82 games plus the play-in and the playoffs. It's like, LeBron should win a ring. No, he shouldn't. He, he shouldn't. really he, shouldn't. He, he shouldn't. shouldn't. He shouldn't. We got lucky to like, even get the trades off to get a team good enough. And then, again, other teams started to shit the bed to finish the year. We were still the 13th seed going in the last two or three weeks of the season. Like Needed help to get in. Yeah, like, we shouldn't be here, but we are. And they and got lucky to play the Grizzlies, who are just an unserious team. And the Grizzlies still almost With won. injuries. With injuries, too. Yeah, that, too. Can't forget that. They didn't. They didn't have Steven Because the, thing, like, the thing is, one of the biggest things that's happened in uh, us, and I said it I said it to somebody else, the reason uh, we could have lost in the first round if Steven Adams was healthy is because we're getting killed on the boards. Killed. The reason why they beat the Warriors, a good reason, is because they killed the Warriors on the on the glass. Even though, and, and the, again, most of the time, the reason is because, but the the games the Warriors did win, they, they led in rebounds. They won the rebound battle. 
And right now, we have lost every rebound battle. I, I'm telling you, we could have lost in the first round if Stephen Adams was healthy because he gets offensive rebounds with ease. Yeah. With ease. So, the, my, the uh, and again, yeah, you're right about LeBron. LeBron should re- retire soon, probably next year. Because not only that. You got the scoring record. Yeah. You're not going to, even, even if you were eligible, which you're not going to play at that level. People are tired of the LeBron era, so you're never going to win an MVP again. And I'm not saying he's going to be at that level, but like you're just not going to win an MVP again. You're not going to win enough games. You're never going to. You're not going to win enough games to to win another MVP. And there's a chance his run of All Pro and All Star is over solely because they put in the 64 game requirement starting next year. Did Brock play 64 games this year? I have no idea. I don't. I know he's missed like. I think he missed like twenty something. How can you find out? Uh, is, is there you can just Google his. That? You could just Google his. Uh... Uh, let's see. If Google is accurate, he played fifty-five. Oh, that might be. Which means that might be he, true. That might be true. He wouldn't have had missed 27 games. That means he wouldn't have been all pro this year. He was all pro, right? Second team or something like that? Something like that, yeah. All NBA? Yeah. Um, he wouldn't. So there's a chance that he's not going to get any more all NBAs or anything like that solely because he's not going to meet the year requirement because the year requirement is a part of all NBA too, right? It's not yes. just like MVP and stuff like that. I believe so, yes. Which, I again, it's so weird that that wasn't a rule. Because <laughs> NBA is dumb. Like I, you would have thought that was. I thought you know what is crazy. It probably sh- it probably wasn't a rule because I thought I, we probably thought that most people should just do that when it comes to yeah, voting. He got, he got thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. 13. Yeah. Yeah. No. See, and and you know, and it's crazy because now if they're gonna do positionless, if they're doing that now, LeBron. I, I'm 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 probably gonna get flagged for this. LeBron stole a, a all NBA team from John Morant, so like like <laughs> John stole it from himself. <laughs> Both played. can be true. Both can be true because I don't think uh, Anthony Davis played the sixty something game requirement. I think he was an all. I think he played less. I think he played less than Bron, right? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it. Hold on, let me see. A D A D A D. If he made all NBA, you know, I can look that up. I can look it up. <laughs> look oh, he up. didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Okay. Jalen, Jimmy, Steph, Jokic, and Mitchell were second team, and then Fox, James, Lillard, Randall, and Sabonis. No, he didn't. Okay, 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 okay. Then you're fine. Sabonis got it over Ja. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> fifty-six. Okay. How did? Yeah, he played fifty-six. Um, Brown played fifty. So it's just like, bro, you're not gonna get any, and not that you need it, but you're not gonna get any more All NBAs. You're gonna get, and not that he won't fully deserve it or whatever, but eventually he might not deserve it. You're gonna get the pity All Star vote, but nobody cares about that anymore because there's so many players that have gotten pity All Star votes that and took it. Took spots from players who actually should have been on it. Yep. You literally have nothing else to prove. You have one kid in college and another kid who I think is going to be better than the first kid, and you still have a baby girl under the age of ten. 
Go home. <laughs> go home. Go home. Go you to know, every USC game. Hey, you just and, paid for a gym at some new school for um, Bryce. So Bryce is not going to be at Sierra Canyon. He's going to be at some school that you just paid for a gym at. Go yeah. to all his games. Do the movies. You're a shitty actor, but it's fine. Go do the movies. Do all the other kind of stuff. Make your appearances in Akron because you're doing great stuff in the city. And I love that you're creating a, a, a an apartment complex for low-income students and different things like that. But just stop, bro. You're good. You're good. Not even just that. You don't need no more. Not only that, not only that, the, the NBA, the NBA fandom has to get better Damn, and prepared. That's another whole run for Louisiana Monroe. Oh, it's, wow. it's coming into a route. But, like... Sorry. <laughs> That's crazy. The um no, I'm what I'm saying is it's like the NBA, especially the NBA. The NBA needs to become better at marketing the the new the young talent they have. They won't. They have to. They have no choice. They have no yeah, choice. But the, but the they have no the choice. Ones. They're marketing Zion, who hasn't played a full season at all, and it's averaging like thirty games a year. Yeah, very true. But the thing is, it's like we have to be prepared and get ready to stop marketing LeBron. As an NBA player, do they market anybody on the Cavs? They stopped marketing. They stopped marketing Donovan Mitchell because of the stuff that was happening in Utah before he was on the Cavs. He might get back up there because the Utah stinks going to get off of him. They definitely don't mark. Uh, uh, they definitely don't market Evan Mobley or Jared Allen, and they don't talk about Darius Garland because everyone's talking about how his draft class was shitty and won't say that he was the best pick in the draft class when he was. Yeah, no, but it's just I'm, I'm just saying because it's. I see Julius Randle's name. He's a bum. Yeah, but 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 very true. But you know, you you gotta get prepared for that. The NBA fandom has to be prepared to not watch LeBron anymore. And you, it's fun. And and people and we have to come to a terms. Like some people are gonna have to like really be like, bro, do you like basketball or not? Because it's weird. They don't. Because you're because you're you're going to have because if you only watch basketball because of one literal player, that's. I, I don't know. That might that should be on the list. I don't know. I, I I can understand why somebody would say like you're weird because the game of basketball is beautiful. The game of sports are, is beautiful regardless. But the game of basketball is beautiful. And the, and to be like you know what, I'm done because this one dude's done or not in the playoffs is just the craziest riding I've ever seen. Yeah, like Dwayne Wade's my favorite player of all time. I don't have a favorite team, so I semi-root for any team that LeBron is on because LeBron's my second favorite player and he's still currently playing and he's from Akron and 3 and all the other kind of stuff. But when LeBron retires, I can list four or five guys I'm going to root for. Jimmy, I'm going to root for the Cavs because I just like their core and Donovan yep. Mitchell is the first person in a long time that reminded me of my favorite player of all time, Dwayne Wade. Um, I I love Devin Booker's game, even though like I don't really care about Phoenix, but I love Devin Booker's game. Devin Booker. The Kings were weird. interesting this year. They How were. do you not like De'Aaron Fox? Like there's uh, like there's so many like teams and stories and things to kind of like root for. Like if Jalen Brown ever leaves the Celtics, because I would never never ever root for the Celtics. Fuck Boston. I'm gonna be following his career. Like. I like Jason Tatum. He's just on. He's on the wrong team. Like, <laughs> I like Jason Tatum's game. He's just on the wrong team. 
Well, yeah, I'm about to like. I like Jason Taylor. I like Jalen Brown more. I like his game, but him and Devin Booker are about to get off my list if they ever say Kobe's name again. Stop it. Just, just build your own legacy, please. Okay, I'm tired of hearing the Kobe shit. <laughs> it's really funny. My favorite. When both of y'all fail in the playoffs, bro. I mean, like Jason Tatum, not as much, but like it's just like listen, y'all are great. Well, no, they both they both Kobe. made a fi- they both made a finals appearance and lost. Y'all not Kobe. Leave it alone, please. Thank but you. it was funny like, that they said let him rest. they said Jason Taylor's been terrible ever since he said he texted Kobe last <laughs> year. <laughs> somebody hey, was like Kobe. somebody was like that that man is rolling in his grave. <laughs> Kobe, Kobe is up there like I don't know you like that. Like, <laughs> if there was anybody that Kobe would respect in this league, it's Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy Butler will never invoke the name of Kobe because he doesn't need to. He's trying to get it out the mud on his own, which is what Kobe did. Yeah. That's, That's the Mamba mentality, if it were to exist. It is not the people who, who scored 35 points and they say, I did it for Kobe. Shut up. Shut up. All right. Just stop it. Shut up. Are you neglecting your kids? No, you're not, Jason Tatum. I see your son all the time. Kobe, I'm Kobe wasn't neglecting his kids. I'm just playing. I mean, kind of. A little bit. It, like, it, 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 <laughs> a little bit. But he loves them. But like, it, it's, it's different because they were always there when he was playing in the playoffs. Like, But, like, yeah, what's the name is there at like, every game? It's just like, we don't know. Maybe they just started showing kids more lately. Like, we don't know. I, but, you know, like I said, sometimes sacrifices got to be made, and they understood that. Yeah. And Kobe made a lot of sacrifices, and then once his kids got older, he started making more sacrifices. Like, that's unfortunately led to his death. He got the helicopter because he knew how he worked out, and he wanted to be there to be a yeah, more active like a, parent. Look, like I, I might make somebody And he didn't want to sit in traffic. It's Donald Trump's fault. I, blame I, I don't know why you're saying that, but I, okay, blame him. I blame Trump. Because he knew about the pandemic. Again, this happened during the pandemic. He knew about what's the name. Oh, back in November, and if we had shut down earlier, he would have never been on that helicopter because there would have been no fucking basketball. Mm, good point. Mm-hmm. Good point. All right, so we're thirty. Almost, we're thirty minutes into it. That's enough basketball. Um, we're gonna take a break so we can just run through the quarterback competition. We're gonna take a break earlier than normal, um, but we don't have to stop in the middle of our competition, our quarterback ranking. But ultimately. Nuggets Heat's final is going to be just real deal basketball. It's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fun to watch. Please hang it up. Just please, for my sake. You know, I know you can still play, but just like you got to be tired, man. Do it. Do it for Bronny. Do it for Bronny. <laughs> do it for Bronny. Like, do it I, for Savannah. God yeah. damn. She's been like, on your side forever. Like, and, do it for her. Oh, well, then she should know. But I, uh, my thing is. I, I know, but like, yeah. still, come on. I even I wanted to be Nuggets Heat because I think that's more interesting than Nuggets Boston. <laughs> I yeah, think yeah. I think the Heat give a more for some odd reason a better competition for the Nuggets than Boston does. The only thing that would be interesting to me about Boston and the Nuggets is Tatum and uh, Jamal Murray having a light light skin off. <laughs> like, who's the better light skin hooper? <laughs> Oh, Who's the better bucket? <laughs> but the difference is Jamal Murray shows up in the fourth quarter. So. <laughs> Jason Tatum had him on fourth quarter. <laughs> he hasn't scored in the fourth quarter at all this series. Well, it's only been two games, but like last series. It's two games. He's lost both of them in Boston. <laughs> 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 it's oh, shit. 
supposed to break? <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll, we'll be right back. Oh, fuck. And we'll get into our uh, quarterback ranking in the future. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Landgram Podcast Network, I-70 Football Show. I hope you enjoyed our basketball conversation. I believe that they if you are pale as hell, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They are. They are very <laughs> yellow, bro. Oh my god! And very, bro, most yeah. of most of the Nuggets team is high yellow niggas because <laughs> Aaron Gordon, uh, Jerry Porter Jr., <laughs> Jamal Murray. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other dudes all coming off the bench is dark skin: Bruce Brown, Caldwell Pope. Yeah. Jeff Green. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, bro, no, Boston got uh, Jason Tatum, uh, Wright or White, something like that, on their team. They got a few light-skinned dudes, too. Yeah. Al Horford, he had darker light skin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so... Um, yeah, let's let's get into this. I already mentioned, but I'm gonna say it again. This is not solely ranking the best quarterback. Also, this is in my opinion. So I know I don't need to say this, but feel free to disagree. The reason why I didn't have you rank them is because I wanted you to hear it and then tell me if you thought I was wrong. Okay. And it's just a lot going back and forth trying to remember like, well, I ranked him first and you had fifth, and it's just a lot. So <clears throat> again, it is not just talent of the quarterback. It is situation. It is quarterback. It is coach, wide receivers, offensive lines, running backs. Like the whole. Like what is the best situation for success? Not just who's the best quarterback. There are some quarterbacks that I think are better or worse than others who are ranked higher or lower based on the situation. You will see that after. Like you'll see it almost immediately. You'll see it at two, but you'll definitely see it at four and five, um, and and a couple other places in here. So. Gonna be some surprises, but I definitely, uh, I definitely want to go through it. I think it's gonna be fun. So you ready? Yeah, I just read the Big Ten rumor thing. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, oh wait. So do you want to go one to sixteen or sixteen to one? Let's go sixteen to one. All right, we can do sixteen to one. Okay. And sixteen through like ten is we're not gonna have anything to say. Okay, sixteen Northwestern. Do I need to say anything? Okay, I didn't think so. So, Northwestern's quarterback is Ben Bryant. He was the starting quarterback at Cincinnati. He lost a job at Cincinnati. Well, he was at Cincinnati. He lost a job. He transferred somewhere, went back to Cincinnati, was a starting quarterback last year, and was mid. Damn. Now he's at at Northwestern with no running backs, no wide receivers, no line. I was about to say, that that tackle and I think a guard left, right? Yeah, yeah, they're gone. The running back is he. They hired their. They fired their offensive coordinator. I don't remember. I think so, but um, oh, probably not. They probably believe in family or something over there. Family. I know their running back family literally, who literally made something out of nothing. Evan Hall is on the Colts as he was either like sixth or seventh round pick or he was undrafted. Mm. He's on the Colts. Off like there's nothing there, and they have a bad. They have a bad team. They have a bad coach. They have a bad scheme. There's nothing to be excited for there. Easily 15, 16, sorry. And again, USC and UCLA are in this. No complaints there? No, not at all. Okay. 15, his name is the presumed starter 
for is Taven Jackson. He's a transfer from Texas. Or is he from Tennessee? I probably I wrote UT like there's not a million UTs. Right. Taven Jackson. Tennessee. He's a transfer from Tennessee who obviously hasn't played at Tennessee. We don't know anything about him. He he I mean like just we don't know anything about him. Um he is nineteen, he's young, so if he's good, um they have a quarterback for a couple of years, but like right. I don't know. He is what class is he? He's a redshirt freshman. He was in the class of twenty twenty three, so very um class of 2022. He's 6'5", 185 pounds. He's from Indiana, so he went back home. Um, He's small. <laughs> 185 pounds at 6'5 is kind of small. Yeah. So this is weird. Okay. Oh, they must have... Okay, so it says he's 6'5", 185 pounds, right? Right. And then at the top, it says he's 6'3", 212. Which one is it? The weight I'll give you. Two years in the college program, maybe you put on 20 pounds. How do you go from six five to six three? Is he mm-hmm. six five? Let me go to let me now. I'm now I'm going down the rabbit hole. I'm going to go to Indiana. <laughs> I'm going to Indiana's football roster because what did they have him as? Watch he be six one two thirty. <laughs> like, but yeah. So ultimately, young guy. He was decently. While I'm looking this up, he was a decent recruit. He was the two hundred thirty seven. He was a four star, two hundred thirty seven in the nation, the twelfth quarterback. That's not um, and the, yeah, like he he has talent. Um, that's why he got to Tennessee. So like, there's maybe something to to think about. But he's at Indiana. So until they fire the coach, is you know, um, okay. So, and then also, me and you watch a lot of football. A lot, a lot of football. Can you name a player on Indiana's offense? Um, no, <laughs> not at all. And because like Indiana's offense, it wasn't it wasn't anything to remember. Exactly. So it's like you have a young quarterback who's never really done anything. He may be talented, but he's never done anything. And you and we watch a lot of football, and we've watched a lot of sick games. We've watched a lot of games that other people would not watch, and don't know anyone on this team. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I. I they might have a running back. That's pretty decent. No, their leading running back. Their leading running back ran for five hundred ninety-two yards last year. Oh man. Um. Oh man. They only won two games, right? Yeah, four. They won four. They won four. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is gonna be a. This is just the start of the new season. Like a new a new regime, really. It's not a new regime. That's the problem. Well, well, with coaching. Well, coaching no, coaching no. But I thought they did fire their coach. No, Indiana won't fire their coach. Right, you're right. Yeah. So yeah, then um, it's a new regime with offense, like a new quarterback and shit. That like they're just that's all it is. They're just starting over. They're, they're hoping. They're hoping that that helps. Okay. And uh, what about that defense? Gonna help? You know, it's like I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt yeah. it. And it looks like so I'm on their roster right now because I was already on it. Their roster does have them at six three two twelve, so six, they must have gotten that from Indiana. Okay. Yeah, they must have gotten that from Indiana's offense. I don't know how the hell he lost. Um, 
two inches and gained 20 pounds in two years, but that's a thing that happens. Yeah, this is man. the problem with these recruiting services. They suck. When, <laughs> like, you, when you gain weight, you lose in, you lose height. You didn't know that? Like, you don't lose two inches. <laughs> <laughs> even, if that, even if that was true, you don't lose two inches. <laughs> I'm go- hold on. I'm going through... I'm going through... Their, oh no, he is there. Okay, I'm sorry. Their their leading re- receiver is there. I was looking for him. I was like, I don't see their leading receiver. He wasn't good, but it looks like they don't even have him. They do have their leading receiver in Cam Camper, but like he's a senior who hasn't done anything. So, fifteen. It's okay. a bad situation. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So this one. Oh, hold on. so let me go back. Uh, fourteen. I have Gavin Wimsett at Rutgers. I think that he's more talented than some of the quarterbacks above him, but he's young. He had absolutely no development last year because their offensive coordinator tried to play four quarterbacks, some of which he played oh, all yeah. four in the same game. Oh, yeah. There was them. I I, 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 I I put that out of my mind. Yeah, you should have. <laughs> yeah, like that was, that was, that was, it was almost traumatizing to watch that. Like, And I'm not even a fan. So um, their starting running back last year, their leader had 444 yards. Their starting wide receiver, the leading wide receiver, had 440 yards. Just nothing to speak of. Just nothing to speak of. So, I think that they are in a better situation than Indiana, largely just because I like their coach better, and I know that they've recruited pretty decently on the offensive line, so, like, that should help, which Indiana has not. But, like, there's nothing here. Nothing. So, 13. Any, any, 13. Like, it's going to be... It's going to take a couple before we have yeah. to yeah, 13. No. This one you may not agree with, so I'm interested. At 13, I have Minnesota. Now, this does not mean I think Minnesota is going to be the 13th best team in the league, but they have a quarterback who's never done anything. They lost all their running backs because Mo Ibrahim is in the NFL, and because he came back for his sixth season, they lost their two backup running backs who, who maintained them the year that he missed with injury. So they both hit the transfer portal because they couldn't, um, they weren't playing. And then he wasn't great, like statistically, but their best wide receiver that I remember being on the team also hit the transfer portal. Now, mm. I want to be clear I did not follow up with every single one of these teams to know all the transfers they brought in and all this other kind of stuff. But I know well enough that they did not bring in a lot. Like, they didn't bring in a lot to like replace the, the roster that they've lost essentially over the last two years. Right. And that's the problem that you have. That's the problem that you have when you have players who come back for their sixth season. So, especially at certain programs, you'll have players that are fine waiting until their third season to play. But they're not going to wait until their fourth. And, well, listen, I'm taking back Mo Ibrahim any day of the week, right? Like, like I'm not going to complain about that. I'm not saying they were wrong for that. But it puts you in this position where you had Mo Ibrahim, you had Chris Ottenberg, you had Tanner Morgan. You didn't win. It's like teams and right. other leagues who, like, it's like the Rams, right? They loaded up with a bunch of bad contracts and old guys. They won, but now they're paying for it. They didn't win, and they're still paying for it. The rent is due. Right. I I, no, I can't agree with this because of what you just said. All the all the people leaving either in transfer portal or for the um, NFL, so that makes sense. I I, I get that. Um, especially since if he's young, I we we already said that they were gonna have a a rough year starting this year anyway because yep. of all that. So no, I can agree with this. 
right. So next, uh, twelve. I have. Oh, Minnesota's quarterback is what is his name? I, I am not going to be able to pronounce his last name, but I should at least say his name. I can say it like that. His name is Athen, Athen hmm. or Athen. Caliacanus? 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 I bet you one of them um, K's is silent. Caliamus? Caliamus? Oh my goodness. Oh my god. A, a silent K. Okay. So oh. we tried. Sorry for butchering so, Yeah, man. I, I, man. I'm trying. <laughs> okay. So 12, I have Michigan State. Um, their starting quarterback is Noah Kim, who people low-key wanted to start last year. He's flashed a little bit, but <clears throat> wasn't enough to win the job. Now, we don't know if he wasn't enough to win the job because the coach was making a bad decision and just wanted to keep their senior starter, who was their starter when they went 11-2, and or if he just wasn't good enough to win the job. But <clears throat> Peyton Thorne did come back for this year, and the dude won the job, and Peyton Thorne transferred. So he's going to be the starting quarterback, but Michigan State, they don't have a running back of note, and they lost their best wide receiver. He got drafted in the NFL, and they haven't had a good offensive line in, like, five years. So, like, I think it's a better situation than the play, than the other ones, but I don't think it's a great situation. And, honestly, like, you could maybe flip Minnesota with Michigan State if you believe Minnesota's going to have an offensive line because, essentially, neither of them have a running back of note, neither of them have a wide receiver of note, I don't know. I don't know. So I have them at 12. And I think this is partially just kind of, I I partially gave it to the coach. I think they've done more in the transfer portal. So while it's not, they don't have anyone of note yet. I think it's more likely that they could find someone than Minnesota and uh, Rutgers, Indiana and Northwestern. Uh, Oh, true, true. It's just not a good situation. Yeah. It's not looking good, but like you can, I think they can, they can, They've done, they've done weirder things at Michigan State with I think lesser talent at the quarterback position possibly, so I could I could see that they could probably turn it around and have like an eight game win season on the talent, but I can see why you have him where he's at, yes. especially since we don't know what's really going on there with the weapons. And now you know my biggest thing is offensive line. Yeah, for sure. Um, actually, I need to change this. Okay. Number 11, I have Iowa. They have Cade McNamara, and the difference with Cade McNamara and all these other quarterbacks, he's played before. And he's he's played well enough to win. I'm not going to say he's played well, but he played well enough to win. He beat Ohio State. He made it to the playoffs. Like, he has starting experience, and he doesn't turn the ball over, which is what you look for in most cases. They also did hit the transfer portal. They got Caleb Burton, who was a high receiver on Ohio State. He's young, but he should probably instantly be their best wide receiver on the roster. They got Eric Ole who I think is more potential than actually skill. He never actually, like, panned out at Michigan. But Iowa also throws the ball significantly more to the tight ends. So if he was going to break out, it would be this year. Okay. So part of them being at 11 is largely because I know three people on the team, and I know that they – well, two of them at least have some sort of upside where the teams below them don't really have any upside. You can't – 
again, I I know that Kane McNamara can win games. That's what, right. Yeah, and you that, can't say that about anyone else on the team, or like anyone else belongs. Can't does Noah Kim or Ethan K have a chance to be a better quarterback than McNamara? Probably they have Probably. a chance at least. He's not yeah. that good, but I can't rank their rank their situation over that. You know, Iowa's going to have a decent offensive line at least. Yeah, but yeah. it's still not great. Because yeah. they don't, don't have a running back still. And then again, that offensive uh, coordinator is just terrible. Just so horrible. Hopefully, Who hopefully, it's, was... hopefully, the whole problem was the talent and not the coordinator. Which, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Who's Iowa starting running back? I know he wasn't great, but I think he started to pick it up last year. Uh, is it Kevin Johnson or is it Keon Johnson? Something Johnson. Okay. I have Whatever. no idea. I, I know his last I couldn't name is Johnson. My, I couldn't bring myself to watch an Iowa game. That's fine. <laughs> I just couldn't. Uh, Not seriously, though, at least. Like, it might have been on the background. But... Yeah, you definitely had some of them on. But I know that he he picked it up. Caleb Johnson, I think. Caleb, Caleb Johnson. Johnson. Okay. I know he picked it up towards the end of the year. And he ended the year with 774 yards, 5.1 yards per carry. So, like, if he takes – With that jump, offense, that's not bad. Yeah, if he takes a jump, that could help. But yeah, they're terrible. I'm just not betting on it. I'm not betting on it. I'm just betting on them being better than the teams below them. I, so, have, I think they'll be a better offense than last year, but that's about it. Yeah. So, we've done, we've done six. So, we're about to hit the top ten. So, as a reminder, I had – Northwestern 16, Indiana 15, Rutgers 14, Minnesota 13, Michigan State 12, Iowa 11. The top 10 is where we're going to start getting some disagreements. Not all of them, but I think we're going to start getting some disagreements. So it's gonna, I think it's going to get interesting. Number 10, I have Illinois. Altmaier was there last year, right? No. No? Ooh, oh, he's transferred. Hold on. Hold on. I'm, I'm gonna have to redo this. Yeah, redo this too. Uh, think about it. So I think that's he's a, a whole running back, and we don't know anything about their offensive staff. Okay, oh, I'll, that's number me. ten. I have Purdue. I just replaced them with Illinois. Number ten. I have Purdue. Oh no 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 no. No, sorry. I know why I did that. I lied. I know why I did that. Because we've at least seen Hudson Card play. Number so none, <clears throat> I have, let's just say tied for nine. Okay. I have Illinois and Purdue. You can switch them however you want to because I literally just switched them. I, so we'll just keep it how I had that first. I have Illinois at ten. Their starting quarterback is projected to be Luke Altmaier, who is a transfer from Old Ole Miss. He was a four-star quarterback. Hasn't really played that much, um, but. I know that people were pretty excited about him when he went to Ole Miss, but then Ole Miss, as they do, because that's just what they do, they hit the transfer portal, brought in some older guys because they were in a pseudo win now mode, and so he left. Okay. Um, he has some form of talent, I guess, but I, I, I can't say much about it. He was um, a four star player. He was ranked the number 40, 30 quarterback, I think it is, number 30 quarterback in, in his um, in his class. He's 6'2", 190 pounds. It's, it's just really, really just not much 
not much to talk about it. He he did he is a multi sport athlete, which I like personally. Me and you like that. We both talked about that. Right. Um, we like multi sport athletes, but it, for him, it's really just potential. Um, and you're betting on potential. He's literally has uh, like thirty total passes in his career. Forty, mm. like he has like fifty total passes in his career. So like, not this is not much. It's not much. Not much that you can. Not much that you can say. Um, he also didn't really look great in 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 that time. Forty seven percent completion percentage in one game, I think it was, and then he played a couple of games in twenty twenty one, and he had a fifty four percent completion percentage. So you're betting you're betting on talent, and you're betting that in your offense at Illinois, with your running game, with the production that you have. And with that wide receiver, who I can't think of his name right now, but he was pretty nice. I actually I liked him. You're betting that you can kind of build around him and kind of what make him what Illinois wants, right? You make him a game manager quarterback who doesn't get you in trouble and makes the right plays. Yeah, Isaiah Williams. Y'all gonna run? Y'all gonna run the ball regardless? Right. So, but we haven't seen it. He hasn't done much. So. It's 10. I still think it's a better situation because I think Brett Bielema is a better coach than some of the coaches below him. They have Josh McCray, who's a, who was a really good running back two years ago. Yeah. Um, and then he got injured last year, so we didn't see a whole lot of him. But I think – I mean, he's not Chase Brown, but I think he's an NFL player. I think he's a good running back. I think – I would guarantee he's going to have 1,200 yards. He's not going to have the 16 that Chase had, but in the full season, if he doesn't get injured, I think he has 1,200, which is pretty solid. I, I think he like twelve hundred seven eight touchdowns, something like that. That's decent. It's not replacing Chase, but it, it's it's decent. He's gonna have a pretty solid season. So I have them at ten. I, I have, okay. That's you disagree. Fair. Um, I think because I think the the situation is better than in Illinois than it is Purdue. Okay. To have more success. So that's why I would switch, like I wouldn't even say it's tied for nine. I would just have Purdue at ten and Illinois at nine because they have a more solid they have a uh they have a more solid plan into what's going on for next season because they already established what they're what they are. So I think that's Illinois fair. Illinois has a better chance of success, especially even though it's a new quarterback. This is a new quarterback for Purdue as well, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And the re- and they don't have the a running reason, game, and they were throwing the ball like crazy with that well, last quarter. Well, they have Yeah, but like they he, were still throwing the ball. They were still throwing the ball sixty times, and I feel like doing that with a new quarterback. There's a lot of uh, what's the word? A lot of uh, risk for turnovers in the system so, like that. Okay. Whereas, say, whereas in Illinois, you... with Illinois, there's a lot less risk in turnovers and a lot more, a lot more six uh, potential for success. What do you mean when you say new quarterback? New to the scheme or like hasn't played yet? New to the scheme. Okay. I just okay. I just want to make sure because Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he has he has played. So yeah. I agree with all of that. And that's why I went back and forth. You just saw that. The reason right. why I did it, okay, is because mm-hmm. Hudson Card has experience. He has played multiple seasons. He's won Texas's job twice. They just didn't like him for some reason. He literally, for two straight seasons, he won the starting job, and then they replaced him when he got injured, or so he had one bad game, they put someone else in, and then they didn't put him back. 
I and that might that might be what a that might be a character thing. That might be like his personality. I, so that could play a, a big the, part in why too. One of those years was Quinn Ewers, so okay. we knew Ewers wanted to. Play, they, we knew they wanted to play Quinn Ewers. Right. The other year, I don't remember who it was. I don't uh, like. I said I don't know if his character. I don't know if they just wanted something else. I don't know if he doesn't practice. Like I'm not gonna put something on a kid that I don't know. Right, right, but right. But the reason why I put them above. Illinois, even though I agree with everything you said, which is why it was hard for me, is he actually has years of experience. Right. It's not a lot. It's not a whole lot of games, but he has played. 2021, I think this is the year he got injured. He um, he had 83 passing attempts, 61% completion percentage, 590 yards, five touchdowns, one interception. 2022, uh, he played a little bit more that year. He had uh, 108 uh, uh, attempts, 69% completion percentage, 928 yards, six touchdowns, one interception. Is he the best quarterback in the league or in the world? No, but you know that he is solid. I mean, he's thrown two interceptions in two years. That That's a plus in itself. Yeah. It at least means he doesn't throw the ball over a lot. So when I was looking at the situation. But how many like, games like, are that? I, I, uh, ESPN's not telling me how many games he's played. Um, hold on, game walk. Let's see if I can find it. Because that so twenty twenty excuse me twenty twenty two he played twenty twenty two he played in six games. Some of that as a backup. But just because Quinn Ewers got injured. Okay. But, but he, okay, so, and, and some of the games that he played. So, this is his stat line in back-to-back games. Against Texas Tech, which a game that they lost in overtime, 20 for 30, <clears throat> 277 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, 66% completion percentage. Against West Virginia in a game that they won, and these are both games, I think, where he started because of just based on the, the number of throws he had. 21 of okay. 27, 300 yards, 77% completion percentage, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Oh, wow. He has games where he can play. Yeah. Like he has I, I, games where I, I give you that. That's, that's why I picked it, even though I agree with everything else that you I said. I give you I that. Just I just – I still think <clears throat> the reason, the only reason why I would do Illinois over Purdue is because there's, it's just a, a more established culture. Okay. You, and, and you don't you don't have to be a you don't you don't have to be like great for it to work in Illinois. I think you have to be close to you have to be good, great for it to work in Purdue. Okay, that's so, fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, I knew we were going to disagree on some. That's why I did it. Um, okay, so somewhere we 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 at least agree that Illinois and Purdue are nine or ten so far of what we got, although there may be some up here that I think you might disagree with. Yeah, sure. I think I'm about to disagree again soon. So like right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. So this one listen, I'm not even gonna hold you. I don't have a whole lot of reason for this. <laughs> I just I just couldn't think I just don't think it could be that bad. So I put at number eight, I put UCLA and Dante Moore. 
Dante mm-hmm. Moore, five-star quarterback. I don't know if he's going to start immediately. I think, but I think he's going to start by game four. The first, if he doesn't start immediately, the starter is going to be Colin Slee, the quarterback that was at Kent State last year. Um, they have Chip Kelly and Chip Kelly's offense. Chip Kelly always has a really good running game. Like for as much as he has, like the speed, like the speed threat, and the, you know all the things that Oregon and spread the ball around and that kind of stuff, he right. always has a good running game. And that's basically what I made it off of. <laughs> like, I, I mean, that's not much, but like I thought it was enough, especially when a lot of the quarterbacks aren't great. You have a five-star quarterback who's really good, can run like, like he he plays a, a little bit like I don't know. I, I don't want to say he plays like Bryce Young, but he plays a little like Bryce Young. Really, really good. Can run. He's a threat. Chip Kelly did. They are losing their running back. He went to the draft, but he Chip Kelly and the NFL and college everywhere he's went, he's had a good running game. I believe that no matter who they play at running back, is going to be good. And I just trust Chip Kelly's offense. That I think. I mean, eight's not high. It's so yeah. So so here's my thing, right? I <laughs> I the reason why, and I know because he's young, so we don't know. We don't know much about his game. But my thing is, is like. When it comes to college football and certain coaches and certain schemes, they usually are just good regardless. They'll be successful regardless. Like, again, I Clemson, I thought Clemson was a terrible team, and they still won a good amount of games. But they lose yeah. three games. Like, so, so it's stuff like that. So I think this is why I would have UCLA over even Maryland. Just oh. be, yeah, okay. just because. Just because of that. Because stuff like, the, like you just said with Chip Kelly, Chip Kelly's been predominantly successful as a coach in college. Am I wrong? No, you're not. Yeah, so I I, I, I give more leeway to Chip Kelly's scheme and coaching and the weapons he probably brought around even a young quarterback, even ahead of players who played multiple years and started in their <laughs> in their system currently because I think UCLA would just be a better team regardless so I think because okay. you, you're saying like the it's, it's not just who's the better quarterback because again yeah you're right with uh the, in that in that sense with uh six and seven with Maryland and Nebraska but if you're doing an overall thing and what can help be successful I'm putting UCLA at six over those two. okay all right okay that's yeah. fair I thought about that honestly. I just thought I was doing a lot. I thought I was being a little too high. I, on them. I guess, n- I guess not. N- no, I just just what I've seen with college football. I yeah, I Chip Kelly can get five thousand yards out of anybody. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, okay, so. I, even, even if he'll turn the ball over maybe fifteen, sixteen, twenty times, yeah, he, he's gonna get thirty touchdowns. Again, it's stuff like that, like, again, because you, you're going to have, I already know you got what's the name up high, right? You got OSU, yeah, right, and OSU's getting a new quarterback. Yeah. So so the exact same reason why you have OSU up here is why I would do that for UCLA. Okay, that's fair. That Okay. All right, I, that's fair. I'm not mad yeah. at that. Yeah. I'm not mad at that at all. And My, so, yeah. speaking of, so and and this is essentially what you're saying. If he if he's like if he plays like Dorian Thompson Robinson, who's who they had last year. Mm-hmm. Dorian Thompson Robinson stats last year: twenty seven touchdowns, ten interceptions. He threw for thirty one hundred uh, yards, 
but then he also ran for 646 yards and 12 touchdowns, so he accounted for 39 touchdowns total. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like 3,800 total yards when you add running and passing. Yeah. Yep. And that's just yeah. what, and, and that's just in Chip Kelly's scheme because Chip Kelly is just let's we we gonna score. We not yeah. we might not play defense, but we gonna score a bunch of points. So that's fair. yeah, that's why okay. I would do that. Yeah. All right, that's fair. I don't I don't feel really good about the next two, so I'm not mad at that. Right. So number seven, I put in Nebraska. I am not the biggest fan of this quarterback. But he is a multi-year starter, and I'm not people, but people will make the um, people Nebraska will make had a new coach, the, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah, see, coach. and that would also drop them below UCLA for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, um, the so I gave I think in some of these I gave. A little bit of I gave a little bit more stock in if you had a like returning quarterback, even right. though I don't think this quarterback's that good. So maybe I shouldn't have given him any stock at all. Um, people will make the statement that they think he was held back at Georgia Tech because okay. of the offense that they ran at Georgia Tech. Jeff Sims is who I'm talking about. I just don't think he's that good personally, and I think he's gotten worse every year that he was there, and his stats back that up. So I guess I'm talking myself out of why I put him up here. Part of the reason I put him up here is he does have some experience. Um, mm-hmm. I, Matt Rule has brought in a ton of players in the transfer portal. They're going to have some athletes. And they have three running backs. And I, I just put three running backs. I didn't want to list all of them. We'll do more in-depth watch the show later. But they have three running backs with starting experience. One is Anthony Grant, who played well for them last year. And then they have one or two transfers. So I think they're going to be a pretty good running team. Um, and so, but again, hear me out. Some of these teams that are ranked high, I don't think are going to have good offenses. The Big Ten just sucks this year with quarterbacks. Like, being the seventh best quarterback in the Big Ten makes you, like, the 40th best quarterback in the country. Like, it is not really an honor to be here. But right. I, I, I do see why you would maybe put that up, and I could be convinced to drop yeah. him. And then – and then the thing is, you also with, with Nebraska, you just brought up is like you. So I said, there's a whole new coaching. So there's new coaching. So that's a whole new system, brought in with a bunch of uh, new players at Nebraska. Like I could see this working somewhere. No, not even new coaching. Not working instantly better than somebody like a coach like Chip Kelly. Because again, Chip Kelly's a good, a, a great coach in college football. When it comes to college football, like he could get. Yeah. He, he, he could get some crazy Because he was here. even a good coach in the NFL if they wouldn't have given him freaking uh, – they wouldn't have given him uh, power over the roster in his first year. <laughs> exactly. If he, didn't have exactly. To be, if he didn't have to be a GM, he probably would have hung, uh, hung around the NFL a little bit longer. Yep, exactly. So, like, so I would – I'd still even then – and then the thing is, it's like I just think UCLA has a better – fit to have somebody become more be successful over than what's Nebraska going on just because of the things you just said. Yeah, they brought in a lot of talent from the transfer portal, which is nice for another year from now. But coming up from next year, nah, I I I would still even I would have UCLA in front of Nebraska and then again I already I've already spoiled it, but um 
how they have them at six over uh, Maryland. And I'll get into that real quick. It's because we get yeah, he's a returning starter, but I think I've seen what I've seen from from them. I think I've seen what I've seen from them. I don't think I don't think they're gonna be uh any much better than what they were last year, and they lost some players on offense, correct, to the uh to the draft. Yes, they lost both of their starting wide receivers. Yeah, and I, I'm sure they did some things in transfer portal. They lost a uh, they lost a lineman, I believe, too, if I'm not mistaken, to the draft. Yeah, uh, so yep, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I I can't have them ahead of UCLA just again because of just Chip Kelly, and I think they have more returning players to UCLA than what uh, Maryland and Nebraska have. Uh well I don't know about wide receiver Maybe. I know UCLA lost their starting running back I don't right. know about wide that I do know yeah. yeah but like that's 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 the reason why I would have them there and then I can't go no further than six uh because of who you have it's uh, I'm going to disagree with four but that's fine <laughs> <laughs> like I said the whole point was to disagree so it's like I wanted, yeah. I wanted to hear but okay but hear me out. You have to hear four before you disagree because give it you sounds that. crazy. It sounds I, I I put that there and I was like, oh my god, you gotta we gotta get there first. Okay, you, I, you may not totally agree, but I think you, you just gotta hear me out. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, I hear you. Okay. I'll hear you out. I'll hear you out. Okay, so that's right. fine. Um, that's Nebraska. So at six, you already you already mentioned it. I have Maryland. I have Maryland at six because Tulua is arguably somewhere between three and five best quarterbacks in the league. That's saying a lot about where the quarterbacks are in this league. Right. Last the two last years he, he played he's 12, the he might games. be the more he's the most uh senior at his current yeah. school in the Big Ten. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, see. Because this is his fourth year starting. And so, you still have him at six. See, that's the problem there. <laughs> yeah. So last year he played twelve games. He had three thousand yards passing, eighteen mm-hmm. touchdowns, eight interceptions, sixty-seven percent completion percentage. The year before, twelve games, only three. eighteen touchdowns. Yeah, not great. That's the a drop before, off. Yeah, major drop off. The year before he played thirteen games. He had thirty-eight hundred yards, twenty-six touchdowns, eleven interceptions, um, a sixty-nine touchdown drop off. Yeah. That's that's not good. That means in one yeah. game he was supposed eight to get touchdowns. eight touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, eight touchdowns and eight thousand yards. Oh man, yeah, definitely nah, dropped off last year. Yeah. So why do I have them this high? Because they all suck, man. They all suck, and I like their and I, if they if they remember that he's on the team because they, they have a good running back. Year, yeah, they have a good I running like back. Running back. Yeah, they do so have a good running back there. <laughs> There's not really much I, like I, I'm probably not making a good case for some of these people, but there's just not a good case to be made for most of them because the quarterbacks in this conference suck. But you're you're giving a quarterback in his fourth year as a returning starter. He did lose the wide receiver, but none of them had a breakout year. So they're they're like and with wide receiver, if you hit, you can have a freshman breakout at wide receiver. You can have a transfer breakout at wide receiver. I'm bet I'm just at this point I'm just betting on his four years of starting and the fact that you know he's gonna give you three thousand yards and he probably won't only have eighteen touchdowns. So if he gives you three thousand yards, 
2,400 touchdowns. If the running back gets 1,200 yards, that's fine for six. I don't know. I, I just have him, like, but again, this is preseason. Would it surprise me if Dante Moore and, and UCLA are much better this year than Tulua and Maryland? No. No. I just I I didn't feel comfortable putting them that high, but I I do understand why you have them at six. I have no issue with that. I do think, like you said, Chip Kelly deserves some benefit of the doubt there. Yeah, and the quarterback yeah. is very talented. Like he he's talented, and usually Chip Kelly can just do a lot a lot with yeah. with off. He's he's really good at recruiting too. Yeah. So, well, that actually actually that's the funny thing about Chip Kelly. He doesn't like to recruit. If he if he liked to recruit, his team would be much better. He's much a better. very lazy recruiter, which is why I, I think he jumped to the NFL. Yeah, and he still tried to do the silly thing. But like, yeah, I think he's a pretty good recruit when it comes to getting talent for college football teams. Like, yeah, he's, he's a he's a very good talent evaluator. Yeah, for sure. yeah. So um, I, yeah, that's why I have those those flipped, all those flipped okay. that way. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So number five, I have Penn State and Drew Allen. I don't believe it. I don't. He's I, young. I, he's young, and he they don't have a wide receiver. <laughs> it's, it's they, like I like Dante Cephas, I do, but it's hard to predict that he's going to do the same thing because Penn, Kent State's offense was literally all gas, no breaks. We're going to throw you twenty go balls. If you catch three of them, you got a hundred yards. Yeah, but Penn I think that's not going to play like that. But I also think it's be, I think that was a problem with Penn State's offense. I don't think they had a guy who could do that. And they did it. Right, which is why he's five. Five yeah. is good. I, I have faith in them. You could argue they could be four. I'm going to give you a reason why they're not once right. I get to four. Right. And, and, and it has four. It has, I'll tell you right now, it has nothing to do with the quarterback. Of oh. They're not four. I'll tell you that okay. right now. A little sneak peek as we get to that. But five, I think, is solid. I think you could, like, it's a very easily case that at the end of the year, they're at number two. I like their running backs, Katron Allen and Nick Singleton. I think they're both great. Um, Dante Cephas, I'm a big fan. Again, it's just the offense is different, so you don't I, – I can't predict how he's going to fit in the offense. I've never seen Penn State with a wide receiver like him. And Penn State, they love smaller wide receivers, but both of their their last two wide receivers were smaller, but they could out jump everyone in the gym, and they yeah. were very very tough, and so they were essentially one man offenses. And so, like, I'm not saying Dante Cephas isn't tough, but I'm saying he doesn't win that way. So, are they able to change how they play offense to play for a speed threat, to play for a wide receiver who's going to be better on goes, on post, on things like that, and not on curls and things where he's going to out jump players and you want to send him across the middle although you can't put him across the middle because he can outrun people it's just I, I don't know we're talking about scheme we're talking about a new quarterback we're talking about a wide receiver who doesn't fit the mold that they've ever had it's hard for me to put them higher but when you put in the two running backs and you put in the talent that Allen's supposed to have I do still have them over the rest fair enough and, I do, and, and I would, Olufashinu, I would, they're going to have a good offensive line because of Olufashinu, who yeah. people said was going to be the number one tackle in this class because he was draft eligible. He just decided to stay back because he's like freaking 19. And so he's like, his mom was like, hey, you don't need to be in the NFL at 19. He was like, cool, I'm going to graduate next year. Like, you know, I think it's fine for him to have stayed a year. So 
Um, it's a pretty solid situation. A lot of unknowns, though. They don't have a wide receiver. You don't know about the quarterback. And I've seen him play in high school. He has a very strong arm. He's big. He's tall. They're going to give the Josh Allen comparison. But like Josh Allen in college, he's scattershot. His accurate, I, I don't think he's going to be very accurate. I could be wrong because we don't know. But a lot of quarterbacks like that, especially when they're young, they don't know how to layer throws and they don't have a changeup. And that it's enough for five because Penn State's still probably going to win 10 games this year. Oh, I yeah. just couldn't put them higher than that. Okay. Because um, there's a lot of unknowns. Okay. I, I am, I'm going to have to hear whatever your four okay. is to convince me. But I the reason why I would have Penn State – I I think Penn State Sniggly has a decent to good offense every year. And with a with a deep ball threat, a guy you just said has a has an arm. And I think a team that seems to get the idea that they need to start making uh making bolder moves offensively. Because they have it down. Their defense is usually great every year. So I think they need to take bigger shots and stuff like that. And I think getting Dante Seif is getting a guy who has an arm and, and things like that, I think will come into play. So that's why I think they'll have a, I think he has a better chance of having more success than whatever Wisconsin got going on. Now I, I'm a, I'm a listen. I'm a listen. Okay. So, but I would, I would have him four. I have Wisconsin at four mm-hmm. and the, the Reason one, two, and three is Braylon Allen. Like okay. it's like reason like I I like Penn State's running backs. They're not Braylon Allen. All right. So that's that's the heavy reason, honestly. Reason Braylon Allen had a bit of a slump now. Yeah, he did, but mm-hmm. it was still a thousand yards. And yeah. I, I think in his junior year, I think I think he's gonna be much better. Okay. I could be wrong yeah. about that though. So if I'm wrong, hey, I'll eat. I'll eat that. Because I think I think Penn hell. State has. While Braylon Allen is the better running back, Penn State has the better offensive line. I think they will always not until Wisconsin gets turns it around. I think Penn State has the better I'm offensive line. I'm not ready line. to say that. I'm, I'm a, I think they both have mid offensive lines. Mm. Obviously, they have the better player with the tackle, but I think they both have mid offensive lines, okay. which is something you never could say about Wisconsin, and I don't like that they're saying that. But whatever. So, okay. I don't so think they can, had a. I don't think Penn State had a mid offensive line last year. Uh, Sean Clifford was running around a little bit. Sean Clifford they, held like, the ball too long. Okay, all right, that's fair. Um, <laughs> okay, so I, I, I'm just a really big fan of Brandon Allen. That's a part of me. Right. Now, this is not. This is something that's hard to quantify, but it's happened every year. Their offensive coordinator, Phil Longo, mm-hmm. always has a great year in year one with the quarterback. Okay. Once you get to year two and three, it starts to – but, okay, here's an example that you'll be able to pick up. Whether No matter how much you like about him, Drake May two years ago. Okay. It's, that's Phil Longo. Um, uh, Sam Howe, who is never going to be good in the NFL, but think <laughs> about a couple of them – think about a couple of them Sam Howe years, especially the year. You remember when they had the two running backs who ran 4,000 yards? Both yeah. of them? One, yeah. of them is, uh, one of them is on the Jets, I think. Mm. That's Phil Longo. So I don't think Phil Longo was great long term, but we're only right. talking about one year. I, I think Phil Longo is going to be really good for them in year one. 
And so that's four. And then the fifth reason, which is really the third reason, I gave Brandon Allen three reasons, is we've seen Tanner Mordecai play. And Tanner Mordecai is a baller. I'm going to read you his stats for the last two years in case you haven't watched SMU. And again, it was at SMU, so this is a higher level of competition. True. But two years ago, 2021, he's also going into his third year as a starter. He's going into his, like, sixth year in college football, so he's an older guy. You know, that's going to help with some leadership and things like that. So his junior year, first year as a full-time starter, 60, essentially a 68% completion percentage, 3,600 yards, 39 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Okay. The boy throws some touchdowns. Last year, 65% completion percentage, 3,500 yards, 33 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Mm. So essentially what you're saying is he's a 65-ish percent passer. He, you're almost guaranteed to get 3,500 yards and 30 touchdowns. That's not bad. I don't know anything about Drew Allen. True. I know Braylon Allen. We've seen Phil Longo, and we've seen Tanner Mordecai. Even though it's Wisconsin, that was enough to put them over Penn State because That's there's fair. less unknowns for me. That's fair. That's fair. I, I told you you just had to hear me out. Look mm-hmm. at that. I, w- I was waiting for you to say something when you saw the spreadsheet because I, I looked at the spreadsheet and like, ooh, that looks weird. And I, 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 that, that one I just had to walk out. I'll give you that. Okay. Now, long term, if we were talking long term, I would definitely give it to Penn State, but we're talking one year, one season. That's I, yeah. I think, I, I, okay. I think Wisconsin has because the they only gonna get one. Game. They only gonna get one season out of Mordecai anyway. Yes. Yep. So, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So number three, I have JJ McCarthy in Michigan. This is where people are gonna start rolling their eyes. Whatever. JJ McCarthy is. Despite the fact that he's not a good quarterback, <laughs> he's one of the best quarterbacks in the Big Ten. People in draft circles have him projected as a number one pick. He's going into his second year Whoa. as a starter. Yeah, not sorry, 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 sorry. Like number first, first round pick. pick? Still sorry. whoa. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that last week. First round pick, but not number one pick. First round pick. He does have talent, even though I don't think he's super accurate. I don't think he layers throws and all the other kind of things. Um, but. Michigan has the offensive line. They have two of the best running backs in the Big Ten in um, Blake Corum and Donovan Jackson. They still don't have a wide receiver or a tight end since they lost Eric Hall. But, like, we're talking situation. Having two potential 1,000-yard running backs, it don't get much better than that. (laughs) Like, that's one of the best situations you can be in. You have a top-five offensive line in the country, and you have two of the best running backs in the conference who both, if you ran the ball enough, could give you 1,000 yards, both of them. Or if they were both, if they were starters, you removed one of them. They're both guaranteed 1,000 yards if they were the starter. And one of them could also give you three to 500 yards receiving. It's a great situation. Mm-hmm. I, I, and, and I know a lot of people like J.J. more than me and you do. I don't know yeah. what you're watching, but <laughs> I think he's, I, I don't think he's that bad. I think <laughs> um I think they should be too. Okay. Over over our, uh who you have at too, because again, That's... this is this is a guy that knows the system's been here, knows everything's going on, has already had success. And that's fair. And I knew you were gonna disagree with it. Mm-hmm. But I, I put it there, I'm gonna walk through it. I don't even walking through it, this one I don't expect you to agree with. But I do have a reason, and it's not that I'm a fan. 
because okay. I try to be I try to be as objective as possible. Okay. So Mich- Michigan, I have at three with McCarthy. I have Ohio State at two, and reasons one, two, three, four, and five are Marvin Harrison Jr. I think he's the best wide receiver in the country by a long shot. I think he's the best wide receiver prospect we've seen in college since Calvin Johnson. I think he's really good. I think that gives a that gives a really high leg up. On top of that, if you could argue that Emeka Egbuka is the second best wide receiver in college football. They both had a thousand yards last year. They I think they both may have had eight plus touchdowns if they both didn't have ten touchdowns. Emeka can play inside and outside. And then behind them, you have their third running back was the number one player in the country, not wide receiver, in the country when he came out as a recruit. And they have a million other five stars. It's just really hard when you have that those wide receivers and that many of them for it not to be a good situation. Yeah. The second I, thing, mm. so the other thing on that is they have, similar to Michigan, which is why, again, I'm, I'm totally fine with you having Michigan at two, they have two of the top six probably running backs in the conference, two running backs similar to Michigan who would start at almost any program in the conference, yeah. and where both of them, similar again, similar to Michigan, both of them could be starting running back, could give you a 1,000 yards plus as a starting running back. If Ohio State ran the ball enough, they both could give you a 1,000 yards in the, in the season. And because of the types of running backs they like, He's a slightly lesser version because we saw that his freshman year, even though he was injured last year, he's a slightly he, – he's Bijan Robinson. He has that type of talent, although I think Bijan's better. He could potentially be a first-round running back if he mm-hmm. has another 1,300-yard, you know, season, rushing season, 400, you know, receiving yards, and he stays healthy. So, really good running backs. Now, you get to the quarterback thing. And I'm and the last is the last point, and this is where your point really holds water. They don't have a quarterback that's played in that start, and so there's no guarantee that that quarterback is better than JJ. And when you look at, do they have similar running backs? But Ohio State has the much better wide receivers, and I'm giving Ryan Day the benefit of the doubt, like you wanted to give Chip Ryan Day. Every quarterback who's played for Ryan Day has been a first round draft pick. And they've been one of the best quarterbacks in the country, and they've all been Heisman finalists. Okay. So that's a little bit of a leap, but when you have the wide receivers, you have the running backs, and you include Ryan Day, that's why I gave it to them. Although I would not be mad at you putting Michigan at two because they have the offensive line, they have similar running backs, and you've seen the quarterback before. You've seen the quarterback before be successful against this that team as well. So it's like They've been. He's been the but most successful. But this is offense versus offense. You can't say offense and deep like. No, I'm saying, but yeah, because he's been the most successful, I guess, team wise quarterback in the Big Ten the past two years. Well, it's one because Cade McNamara was the. Oh, fair. The quarterback the year before. Fair, fair. And I think we got to give uh, what's his name, um, Harbaugh, a little more credit on what he's done to the offense, or at least being more open of what the offense can be. And then and then being able to like, all right, well we'll just uh, we'll keep this ball and run the clock out. Like he's played he's played offense very well. Again, I know you don't like him, but I know you respect that. He's a really good coach. Oh yeah, I hate I don't I 
I don't hate people because I just don't have the energy for that. But if I did, yeah. Jim Harbaugh would be high on the list. But Jim Harbaugh, and I've said it once and I've said it again, one, he's the best coach in the Big Ten by far. Yeah. So that does yeah. that should count in this. That is another point in your favor. Yeah. And he is one of three or four coaches ever to be successful in college and in the NFL. He's uh-huh. made it to the playoffs in both. He made it to the Super Bowl in the NFL. He hasn't made it to the title game, but there's a lot less teams that make it to the playoffs, so that holds some sort of weight. He ha- He's done it with different types of quarterbacks, although he's an idiot because he didn't <laughs> want Andrew Luck and tried to recruit around him. He couldn't see how good Luck was. He, got, he lucked into Luck, literally, because he tried uh-huh. to get somebody else when he took the job because he didn't recruit Luck and he didn't really want him. He's done it with Andrew Luck. He's done it with um, Colin Kaepernick. He did it with Cade. He did it with JJ. He he's he's constant. So that's fair. Like I said, I have him too because of just the offensive firepower, the wide receivers, and I have the running backs. And it's very similar, right? Like you could say, like you could say that Michigan has the better running back in Blake Corum, but then I would argue that Ohio State has number two and number three. Yeah. And then Donovan Edwards would be four if you were ranking. Either way, they have some similarities. They have some differences. I, I'm, I think my tiebreaker when we're talking about offensive situation is the coach that's had three back-to-back first-round picks at quarterback and three back-to-back Heisman contenders. Okay, that's fair. But, again, I'm fine either way. Do you agree with number one then, though? Uh, Yeah, I guess since he's a Heisman winner. Yeah, so num- that leaves number one, uh, Caleb Williams at USC. Uh, I think he's, I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's slightly overrated, but like I do think he's a good quarterback. He can make almost every throw. He's a good athlete. He has Lincoln Riley, who is severely all. Oh wait, sorry, I don't think they answered that. Did they answer that? Dang. What? Okay, sorry. So <laughs> it's it's this top of the seventh. Um, LSU has two people on base. They're down three, and they just hit a home run, and it ended up being called a foul ball. Oh, so it would have tied the game. And I don't. They don't. I know for a fact they don't play nine. So seven could be the last inning. Uh, yeah, you might be right about that. So it's 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 two it's two outs too. So two outs, two people on base, seven four, and they just got a home run taken off the board. Oh. And it was I, I I can't say that they made the wrong call. I can't. It was very close. So because it, it wasn't, I think it like went over the pole, and so like it could have been foul. It could have been fair. It was a pretty long review. So, um, yeah, no, that's wild. That's wild. Uh oh, it's gonna get it's <laughs> it's gonna get wicked. And I think they just ended the game. She just, I think they just called her out. Yep, they just ended the game. So. Oh, that's game. Mm. Yeah. That's crazy. And people like you. Okay, sorry. Last one. Uh, Caleb Williams, really good quarterback. He's. It's either going to be him or Drake May, most likely, for number one pick next year. A lot of teams are going to be tanking for him. Lincoln Riley uh, has a lot of uh, Heisman winners. Um, honestly, this is really like a Caleb Williams thing to me because right. I think Ohio State has better wide receivers. I think Michigan has better offensive line. So I like they could I think one, two, and three you could rank any way that you wanted to. I just gave some respect to the Heisman winner. 
um, and, and to the success that they've had, uh, that he's had into the type of player that he is. Um, and I, I think that they, I can't, I don't remember all the, I know they're losing Jordan Addison, but they also, who's probably going to start as a freshman, they have potentially the next, uh, what's Georgia's tight end's name? Uh, you're good. I have no idea. I have no clue. Uh, okay, either way, that tight end at Georgia, the one that's been playing as a freshman and, and all over the place, making crazy catches, and right. going to be a friend. Yeah, they put they potentially have the next ten. Oh, coming he's a tight end who could play multiple. He could play tight end. He could play wide receiver. He could play defensive end, and he could play line. Oh, the dude that uh, got drafted by the Falcons. No, no. Was, no, no, no. Oh, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. Never mind, never yeah. mind, never mind. So no, no. I'm saying like, like the kid that they just got. Oh yeah. Oh. That man. USC just got. He could play multiple positions on offense and defense. He's a stud. Like I like he has a very good chance of being the next like taking over. Just like uh, the dude you're talking about from Florida that got Jackson right, yeah, 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 and then Georgia's tight end. He could very much have that type of impact. Yeah, so. Yeah. Again, I would hear I could hear any argument for one, two, and three being flipped. I won't hear any argument that those are not the top three teams though. Yeah, not and the those top are three quarterbacks and situations. Yeah, those are probably the best ones. So yeah. All right. So I mean we had a little bit of disagreement. Not as much as I thought, but like so uh my final okay, so final decision. Are you putting Michigan ahead of Ohio State at two? Um, I, 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 I guess I think I might still flip it to okay. two and three with those two. Okay. So Just because he's already had success. Okay. That's fine. So we'll yeah. run down the ranking one through 16. We both have, we both agree. Caleb Williams is number one. I have mm-hmm. Ohio state at two. You have Michigan at two. I have, I have Michigan at three. You have Ohio state at three. Did you agree with Wisconsin at four? Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. Wisconsin four, Penn State five. You have UCLA at six. I have Maryland. You have Maryland at seven. I have uh, Nebraska. Nebraska at seven. You have Nebraska at eight. I have UCLA at eight. Um, I have Purdue at nine. You have Illinois at nine which means you have Purdue at 10, and I have Illinois at 10. And then the last ones we all agree with, Iowa at 11, Michigan State at 12, Minnesota at 13, Rutgers at 14, Indiana at 15, Northwestern at 16. Mm, Northwestern. Yeah, horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Horrible. Okay, so before we get out of here, I'm not going to spend too, too much time on this because I don't even know if this is a real rumor. Like, I saw a tweet, and they were like, this was reported to The Athletic, and then I went to The Athletic, and I couldn't see where that was reported, so I don't know if this actually happened or not. But there's a rumor or whatever going around that originally the Big Ten wanted USC and Notre Dame. I don't know if I agree with that. Well, okay, so I do agree with that relatively. I don't know how much I agree with it because, like, if you're saying that that's what they wanted, then you're saying that the Big Ten technically broke rules and reached out to the teams when the teams are supposed to reach out to them. And I believe that USC reached out to the Big Ten with UCLA as a package deal. Yeah. Either I way, do believe matter. that, but I do I do believe that the Big Ten won in Notre Dame. That's been a rumor yes. for the longest. 
So, absolutely. Because the ACC, it was the ACC and Big Ten wanted uh, Notre Dame. So, yes. I, that 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 rumor being that rumor might be half true. I don't think they like went after right. them, but I do think that's true too. That that they wanted Notre Dame. Like, I, and I, it would I make sense if you're only gonna pick two. Notre Dame is a much better pick than UCLA. Yeah, it does yeah. A, a lot. It does a lot more for you. So now I, having I'm Chip not... Kelly as UCLA's coach does help UCLA now because yes, now they can sure. be they can they can not compete, but they can look flashy. They'll be they'll yeah. be an attraction because of all the points they'll put up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um. So now the current rumor. Which I personally don't like because I just don't think I've already said this. I don't think they should go above sixteen. I think if they're gonna go, if they're gonna add more, they need to drop two, and they're not gonna do it. I just don't think an eighteen or a twenty team. I just think like sixteen is perfect. It's fine, but the rumor is now that they want Notre Dame and you and North Carolina. Ugh, Clemson, stop being scared. Well, Clemson would go to the SEC. Yeah, well, either. They they scared to do either one of those. Yeah. So I think North it's cool. Carolina. I think I think it's cool. I think North Carolina like it's Oh no, no. Okay, okay. So of all the ACC schools, who would you pick over North Carolina? Not an ACC school. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> 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 I, I don't I don't know what to say to that. That's that's fair. <laughs> Okay, all right. So. I, I I really have nothing else because like I <laughs> I can't think of a team that I would want from that from that. So okay, I will say this: if you're going to select a team from the ACC, it's going to be North Carolina because you bring in a little bit of basketball. They're getting better at football. Fine, they're really academic school. Fine. Whatever. I keep forgetting that it's it's just more than just football. Yeah, because I I know this is a football podcast. Yeah, I think you would prefer Florida State, but I don't know if you want to go all the way down to Florida, especially when you're in California. I don't want Florida State for any sport besides baseball. (laughs) Yeah, so, Um, So and Notre Dame, they want Notre Dame. I think the Notre Dame thing is going to happen eventually. I honestly think Notre Dame gonna fight it, but yeah. <laughs> so I th- I think the thing is, Notre North Carolina can't realistically even like consider this until like twenty thirty, because I think oh. the grant of rights runs until like twenty thirty five. So I think what's gonna happen, I think nothing's gonna happen for like six or seven years, and then at that time we're gonna get another round. Notre Dame's gonna sign a new contract. We're gonna be They're so gonna realize. Old. Right, they're gonna realize that, like, okay, we're not making no money. So, I like, I think it's gonna be like eight years, and I think at that time they could get both of them, because in like eight years, it's gonna be more feasible for UNC to pay the money to get out of the ACC, which they could right. not, they could just not afford that right now. And I think Notre Dame's new TV contract will be up, and they're gonna be like, dang, the Big Ten got three billion dollars last time. They're about to get six billion this time, and we're not about to get anything because. And you think in eight years, the battle of the streamers is going to be over, and we're going to have clear winners. Cable is going to be on its last leg, and Maybe. that they're still going to be cable, but it's going to be more streamlined. Like we're like right now, we're in a boom. Everyone has their own apps. Everyone has cable. There's a million hardline cable and YouTube TV, Hulu TV. 
D, uh, all these other online TV services, like I think that's gonna shrink a little, and so I think that's gonna like Notre Dame. There's gonna be less people that you can go to. Apple's gonna probably have a full inventory of sports by yeah. then. Amazon's gonna either have failed at sports or not really be looking to add a whole whole lot more because they're probably gonna get in on something like that. Amazon so think, is fine with having t- Thursday night uh, football right. right now. Like they're yeah. not really rushing it. So I think and NBC is gonna have a, they're going NBC is going to get a lot out of the Big Ten. So I think NBC is gonna be like, hey, we don't really need Notre Dame as a standalone product no more. The Big Ten did a lot for us. Plus, we have right. the NFL, we have the Super Bowl, we keep the Olympics, we have golf, all this other kind of stuff. So I think in that, like, eight years, it's, it's going to be realistic that they kind of get both. I don't think that this is happening anytime soon. Notre Dame is going to sign another contract independent with NBC before, like, they're not, like, unless their numbers are just dog shit. Like, I, don't they, I don't see how they're not, bro. Like, ain't nobody besides Notre Dame, like, I don't see how people... The only teams you you probably want to watch, watch them face is like if they face Michigan, Clemson. That's it. USC. USC. Okay. And that's it. So it's three of it. the twelve games on their schedule. And then because they're like, who cares when they play Army games. or Navy? Who cares? Like, who cares? No, you don't. Not at all. They played Ohio State this year, last year, and they're going to play them this year. But you get that once every like twenty years, so like that's. Not and I don't even think many Ohio State fans are that like hype for Notre Dame. I think like, they I- were in this instance because Notre Dame's head coach is um, who he is, and he keeps talking trash about Ohio State. And Notre oh. Dame has been trying to like dirty recruit Ohio State recently. But mm. I, like Marcus Freeman was a linebacker at Ohio State, and then he got James Laurinaitis, who's a legend at Ohio State. He was there for one year. He also hired like two or three guys off Ohio State staff, which was a terrible idea. He literally got his job and just hired a bunch of old Ohio State people. So I think that happened at the right time where people cared about it last year and will care about it this year. But I think in most cases, if you're not like 40 or 50 and you watch them when they played a little bit more often, you could care less. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, this was an older rivalry. Yeah. So it's like now it's like they almost never play, so it doesn't matter. It's just like, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's really all I wanted to say. It's just some rumors. I don't think anything's going to happen with it. And if it did, it wouldn't be, like I said, until like eight years, I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that makes sense. Damn, eight years, I'm 36. Damn. Yeah, if we had started... <laughs> if we had started... Uh, if we had started this with the uh, basketball conversation we had, this would have been a two-hour and 40-something long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we wouldn't have even talking for three hours. <laughs> uh, and, and I'm sure there's some singles out there that would have liked that. We had a really good basketball po- conversation, but I'm not dropping a three-hour podcast. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. So, all right. Well, as always, that's it for us this week. We'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of the podcast. I hope you, hopefully you uh, didn't hate the NBA conversation too much. I think most of the people, you know, at Watch least have some sort of yeah. in the NBA. But, um, yeah, the Big Ten sucks at quarterback this year. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's going to make the games fun to watch. Uh, as always, we'll see you next week.